What do you got there? It's a copy of... Black Christmas 1974. Hey, where'd you find that? It was... Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. That got dark fast. I'm sorry, guys. It's perfect timing for Black Christmas. I get sorry, Jay. I spit on you. Yeah, I'll get you I usually swallow. I'm sorry. I'm so, I spit. I'm I just, so disappointed right just, now. We were having fun, and then I talk about death, and both of you guys get so fucking quiet. And I'm like, I guess I can't read a room because both of these guys don't want to talk about this. And that's what oh, made me spit that out. That actually didn't bother me at all. Oh, because no, no, both no. you guys get well, really what, quiet. Well, what else am I going to say after it? I don't know, but I felt like I was... I just like I'm not wishing death on anybody. I know, I know, I know. But it got really quiet. But like, oh. it's, again, it works perfectly because we're talking about Black Christmas. And yes. It's mm-hmm. meant to be... like I never really put the two together when I was reading up stuff on this. That it's meant to be a play on the idea of like white Christmas, mm-hmm. like it's the dark version. And then he said he Bob Clark is like a who uh, directed this. He didn't write it. Uh, original script was called Stop Me. It was based on it's a Canadian film and it was based upon a murder that happened and unlike uh, uh, <clears throat> a kid went and killed like his whole family. Okay, so they wanted the idea of this trapped mm. house thing. Oh, so, like a Michael Myers. Sort. I mean, more like, like Amityville, maybe. Well, I mean, 1974. Right. Dude, they brought that up in this movie. Well, this I'll movie, this movie is four years, more. four yeah. years before Halloween. Oh, so it they is, yeah. started it. There yeah. was, and the first person, they a lot of people considered the first yeah, person perspective. This is a lot in this movie, didn't they? And the holiday. This is the very first movie that used a holiday. Yep. Oh, to make that. a horror. You're right. Film. It's a lot of first person Michael Myers. Yeah, in hundred percent, there is. Oh, I didn't put that. I didn't. So he. So to me, it was always Psycho. And then there's a movie called Peeping Tom, which is it, it's a British film, but it's not starring as Jason Nadolski. But uh, Peeping Tom was considered oh, wait, actually the first one to do first um, person perspective. But if I don't, you name your movie Peeping Tom, you kind of have to do first person perspective, don't you? <laughs> I don't think you have much of a choice as a murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you first, have to first penis perspective. So I would say Psycho. <laughs> Why is everything at waist level? <laughs> Psycho to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That damn trench coat. I can't to see this <laughs> to Halloween is where you get to all the like 70s and 80s like. Horror films we know okay. is it, this one wasn't like a huge hit at the time. It was actually it was even, a pop spam. It was even released at this time, uh, Silent Night, Evil Night. It was released in America under that name. They okay. tried to, and but there's always it Silent Night, Deadly Nights, wasn't no, it? No, 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 Silent Night, Evil Night. Oh, well, they up, didn't they? And then it oh. didn't do well, so then they changed it to Black Christmas because the producers here in America thought people would think it was a black exploitation movie. And not realize it was a horror film, or just, he never considered it a horror film or a slasher film. He considered it a thriller. Okay. So Jay, what is the basic idea of Black Christmas? Um, don't celebrate Christmas, and you won't die. <laughs> so for the record, if caller ID existed, this movie would not go anywhere. Well, it's right. that's, uh, again, this, it's well, another thing. It was based upon was well, the guy, a, the caller in the house. Yeah, I was just gonna say, was this, this the one that legend? started it? Mm-hmm. This I'm, is. This is before that movie, Caller in the House. The when calls a calls. coming from inside hey, the hey, house. Hey, that motherfucker's calls. It's like, not heavy breathing. He's like just making... <laughs> first of all, first of all who keeps noise? a fucking phone in their attic? That's what I want to know. I don't think the phone was in the attic. I think it was Are in the sure? Mrs. Well, Max Okay, room. so he's so first of all, you start the movie off with this person approaching the house, and they're, they're having a little Christmas party, and they're peeping through the window. Mm-hmm. The killer has got asthma. Because he was he? A, well, This killer the whole, made the weirdest fucking noises through the whole totally. movie. Totally. And then <laughs> he's, he's chaotic, too. He's like a true psycho. We don't know who he is. We don't know who he is. Ever not, at all. I, this is no spoiler. Well, this movie well, maybe starts off with Margot Kidder running oh. down the stairs. And uh, she doesn't have a bra on. I'm like, go 70s. Hey, release your bra. Well, they were, she was yeah. a, they were college girls in a sorority. So yeah, they were yeah. burning their bras. That's why I didn't have any. Well, Bob Clark, the guy, again, who made this movie, he said he wanted to go... 
He said it in a college. It was supposed to be in a home originally, and they converted to being a college sorority. Because yeah. he said, people in 1974, women are intelligent. I'm not going to sex- over-sexualize them. They're not going to be doing dumb yeah, things. Yeah, because tricked me. None of that. He says, he goes, these are smart people. I wanted to be smart because then that makes it scarier. Also, the idea, I like the idea of almost like Home Alone where you have this holiday situation happening where people are leaving. I think that was the same so you're house, kinda, wasn't it? <laughs> similar. They actually <laughs> found this house where they were scout, like location shooting. And he said he just loved the staircase because you could actually film people's feet upstairs mm. and film people downstairs and never see the person upstairs. So they did a lot of little tricks so you with, can do the that with the shadows. And they did mm. a lot of that stuff in the film very, very effectively. Um, but yeah, that, that was like a... Uh, never a set. Like, it was 100% a house. And I think that house is perfect for everything they, they did in this movie. They rewrote a couple of scenes to make it work even well, better, but... And then, yeah, okay. Oh, so, so, carry on. Okay. Said, so, anyways, so... Uh, all right. The holiday party. So, it, so, it's a holiday party. The killer... Or you, you don't know the killer at first, but you assume so, because you're seeing everything through their eyes, like a Michael Myers-type approach. Has asthma, and then somehow climbs up the side of the fucking house to get into the attic kind of thing, but... Which, um, at that time... To be honest, it was like they basically had to hook like an actual camera onto his head. Because think about it, uh, the, the, the small yeah, technology didn't, that didn't exist. That, that was probably why he was huffing and, and puffing. And it, was a <laughs> just, it was the seventies. You had fucking camera, five hundred pound camera hanging on his head. You're like make a phone call. Yeah, that motherfucker, dude. The way he breathed on the phone and walked through the places, I'm like, we got to hire an actor that's really in good shape. He's walking around a 1970s TV camera on his head. That's what the motherfucker's breathing like. That's funny. That's very funny. Could you imagine seeing that behind scenes? It was a GoPro of the seventies. <laughs> yeah, smallest one they could get. Yeah, bigger. That's why that main actor had a big ass neck. Right. So we're seeing um, Claire, one of the one of the one of the students. She's getting ready to go home and is packing in her like room. The youngest, newest, yeah, the, addition to the, the sorority. The naive young one doesn't drink. Virgin. Much. They make a point to mention that. Yep, and so stuff. She's a virgin. Which is really, I think that was, they were playing on the taboo because you usually see like. Oh, the, the well, people that are always having sex are the ones that it's die the first. opposite because this is the this is kind of the first one of these. The other mm. ones kind of switch it to that later, like especially Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> she was like the most innocent one in the whole entire group, and she's the first one that gets it. Yeah, so he she's in her room packing, goes into the closet, and then uh, this other person, this killer we don't know, basically suffocates her with a plastic. They said she didn't know what he was going to do. So, like, her surprise was, like, literal. You're surprised to get the back of her getting suffocated. As an actress, yeah. I mean, when you're filming this horror movie, too. Um, the whole scene. So, later we see her, obviously, dead in the attic with the plastic bag on her Still head. Yes. Her head. She yes. was a swimmer, so she could hold her breath okay. and keep her eyes open. So, like, that's how she could do those scenes for a little longer to make it even okay. eerier okay. when you're seeing this plastic on her in the rocking chair moving and stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's that's I thought it was, like, a neat little tidbit point. So she disappears. Um, everybody's kind of leaving for leaving to go home for the holidays. Well, um, they kick the guys out of the house at the end of the party oh, first. Yeah. The, oh, the that's same right. night she's oh, that's killed. Right. The they same. kicked all yeah. So she's upstairs. They kick all the guys out. They get the phone call. They get the prank. Yeah, the 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 worst heavy. What's the call? What's the call after she died already? Um, no, uh, it was before she died. Because they, they always were, hide. They hide the good. Uh, like every scream. Like when she screams. They're downstairs laughing or cheering at the party. They do a couple like good, clever covers of something else happening. Well, I think you don't too, hear what's going but on. But I, I also like, like um, a couple people later. I think he was <laughs> killing them on the phone. 
Like, I felt like the, the some of the, you, like, you hear it almost sounds like multiple voices going on. I think he's just cra- crazy. And well, he is crazy. Oh, Most definitely voices. crazy. There's a lot of, like, he's like. But, well, they also said they, when they recorded the scenes, they, he would, the director, Bob Clark, would just kind of say, like, not as uh, grotesque lines, like, especially when he just keeps saying, like, I'm like your cunt and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, right, he was, I just said. So he had, like. I was waiting for, like, Freddy Krueger tongue to come so through the So he had kind right, of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of John Saxon from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, he was the sheriff in town. Oh, okay. He was sure. the dad in that. But uh, he, he he did, like, uh, non-offensive or not as offensive lines. So he would kind of get, like, regular reactions from all the girls because they're supposed to be, like, uh, this guy's just a creep and ignoring him. But then he wanted to make it creepier, so it would be jarring when you would see the film of hearing this very, very graphic talk and seeing them kind of being like, ooh, not as creeped out as you should be because they're not afraid yet, you know? Um, And they kind of got a little crazier as it went on, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, even more like voices. Then you start hearing like almost played out scenes. So the, the actor that did the voice, how he would do that voice, is he would record while standing on his head. So his larynx was like kind of... And then obviously they had other actors doing different voices, so it wasn't just him. So when you'd hear a woman's voice, it wasn't him. So they switch. You did. This make, is where the psycho influence comes. They made in. to think they make you think that Margot Kidder's character is the main character, but it's not. They go to this other young lady that's actually pregnant by another guy. Yep. Olivia Hussey's character named Jess. Pre- yeah. Pregnant by another guy, and she goes, "You know what? It was a little I, crazy. I'm not keeping it." He goes, "Well, you didn't even talk to me about it. What do you mean mm-hmm. you're not keeping it?" He goes, "Well, that's something you talk to me about. You, you can't." He goes, "If you don't keep this baby, I'm gonna." And she goes, "You're gonna what?" Right. What are you gonna do? And he gets real silent, doesn't say anything. But then you know the movie yeah. progresses. Well, and he uh, he does he's like more and more things. Attic. You see, like him yeah. having a bad con. He's a concert pianist. That's what he wants to well, be. Then he has a he, bad he wants pianist, a pianist, pianist, a pianist. And then he has a bad showing, and then he goes crazy and like starts smashing the um, piano. Yeah, I didn't even see you touch it. Piano. He just made a doom noise, and you didn't so I didn't touch that. You're no. getting better at that. You're welcome. <laughs> getting better at being bad at that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we kind of were seeing him doing well, these more and more. I think it's a typical, like, just misdirection of the just film. Exactly, yes, exactly. Because oh, it, yeah, uh, there was one part where, the, well, that's later on, I won't get there yet. We'll bring it up later. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, you see him going, like, he's got, definitely, he has, like, an anger management issue. <laughs> a little bit. With his, and control, uh, yeah, control issues. Control issues, issues yeah. with the failure. But, I mean, I don't know, though. Like, he felt like, it kind of felt like he was genuinely in love with her, right? And the fact that when she said she was pregnant... Um, her he, body, her choice. He kind of lo- like loved the idea of having a family and a kid with her and all this other stuff. Well, like, or as she says later, she's and when like, Roe you, v- just when because you change your plans doesn't mean I'm changing my plans. When was Roe v. Wade? That's what I was going to say. So what that, year was that? Roe Ro versus Wade was the year before this. Oh. He so did not put this in this to be political or anything. He did it because he just needed to fill story time. But for this to come but out it a year worked, later. Right. Well, but it's a good story time. And he anytime. said he wanted them to be smart, <laughs> smart college students, too. So <laughs> it was a lot of it was more about being... These are real characters, real um, people, and we're killing time. If she was smart, then they would have kind of like you know wrapped up or something. So yeah. not that smart, eh, maybe. But the uh, um, college you're drinking, you know. So mm-hmm. in uh, uh, the the um, hey, I still took the time to wrap up. Uh, now you miss. Now you got me I off put track. A plastic oh, Olivia Hussey, the woman that plays. Actually, Jess, don't call her that. She yeah, she's she a nice is terrible. Yeah, don't call her Hussey. What the hell's wrong with you? I think I she's know. terrible Rude. at fake answering oh, phones. Oh my god, yes. Hello. She's Hello? Like yelling into the phone every time. Oh, Lord, that's what I. Yeah, like, it was awful. Fuck? It would always take me out every time. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody answers that right off the bat. Like unless you're freaking out, and she was freaking out right. way too early. Um, do you know what she's from? My dreams after after I saw that movie. <laughs> she was in the ri- oh um uh she's uh f- Europe. 
She's one of those European she's countries. Her, yeah, her. she's she's a, yeah she's a British English English actress. But Damn, she was, that was in, close. Yes. Um, the the that's where Romeo she's from. and Juliet. Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo oh, and Juliet. You meant movie, sorry. And then she was also in uh, Turkey Shoot, which if you've never seen Turkey Shoot, it's an Australian film. I have not. I highly recommend it. It's awesome. Do they have turkeys in Australia? Just it's it's a it's an idea like a human human game is the most dangerous game. It's mm. like that oh, okay. type that type okay. of movie. Oh, shooting turkeys like humans. Gotcha. Like shooting a fish in a barrel, turkey shoot. Yeah. It's called Escape 2000 is the other name. Mm, okay. Right. But I think it was filmed in Australia. It's funny, back in the anyway. everything, like they would throw 2000 in a lot of things because they <laughs> thought that's where the world was going. And right? So like, far oh, off. Oh, it's yeah. in the future. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> 20 now, but mm. hey. So we've got Mrs. Mack, the house, house den mom. House mom. Mac, She's Mac, got Mac, house mom. Black, black, black. She's got like alcohol she's hidden all alky. over the house. Oh, dude, was that rope around the toilet handle? Somebody would have seen that. She's uh, she's going through the bookcase. Well, she's like I, B B B booze. She I have, pulls the book down. I have heard, opens it up. Oh, yeah, no, that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do a good job of keeping the pages together though. Like she oh. probably should have went through and like maybe glued them or something. I don't know. So I'm like, how did she get that back in there so fast without the pages getting yeah. all fucked up and shit? So Bob Clark based that off of his aunt. His aunt was like that. So that that I thought That's was kind hilarious. of a, But she was a good character. Oh, but that shit, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not 100% sure I'm going to drink from a bottle that was like submerged in the, the toilet water. I, I get it. It's the it's the back the bowl, basin. So that's where the water comes out. Unless you do an upper decker, fill. it should be fine. You would think, um, you saw how dark that bowl was. I mean, they're always, yeah, they always have like that, some kind of no water stain. That's, that's, no, I think that's beyond water stain. That's like <laughs> nasty ass moldy mildewy shit. And there's a good, good old pink bath. Did you had a pink bathroom at your house? When? In tile? How many, how many? Then I mean, and I've now. Seen how many bathrooms, bathrooms did you grow up and have that had the, like, oh, I didn't grow up tile. in any bathrooms, FYI. No, 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 houses that you've been to. <laughs> Lies! <growing> Lies! <laughs> Actually, I think every house I've. Been and has had a pink bathroom. Yeah, I mean that's an pink old, tile. that's an old school thing. My old house, I grew up and had that. Uh, except for the, except for the apartment, the one apartment was uh, that was. White. Yeah, apartments. Yeah, normally wouldn't have yes. tile. What about you, Rodney? You have a lot of those houses growing up. Uh, they were always weird colors. They were like either like an green? ugly green. There's like that lime. I was gonna say an ugly green. Or very like ugly. It's was, not even lime green. Yeah, it's like it, ugly green. I think yeah, I did. I, did I think it was but an pink, ugly green bathroom. Pink was yeah. very common. I want to say my sister's house is actually still both. No, one of them for sure might be still pink. But anyway, though it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's just like a weird, weird sign of the times type of thing. And that was, and then going back with the to so we had this guy Elke. creeping through the house. Yeah, no, we we get through the uh, the Alki right, but yep. they're uh, they're doing a search for Claire. Oh yeah, so yeah, station. so yeah, the father. Yeah, we yeah we kind of missed that. The father shows up. The, the, yep. Oh, the the father shows up because he's supposed to pick her up for well, their. Uh, he's the trip father. home or something. Father, father. Mm-hmm. Well, the dad, whatever you want to call it. So this posts the whole thing where like nobody can find her, and then apparently what like a day goes by. I think it's like. all. <clears throat> it seemed like it was longer, but it was like. She disappeared the night before. He shows up the next day. Then they have that like little uh, the Santa thing where the one boyfriend with the big frizzy hair with the fake beard. And then I'm like, they're letting the kids sit on laps and Margot Kidder's giving oh, alcohol, alcohol to the kids. To the kids. He's cussing, they're cussing and everything all yeah. the kids. And anything. I just kept thinking, I wrote, I go, I'm glad they don't let kids sit on people's laps anymore because that is really weird yeah. to think like, that's oh yeah, just, go sit on that stranger's they lap. Said you, they said next to you now. Now, yeah, 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 that's better. But uh, I mean, yeah, so, so th- that's the whole course yeah. of the day. So then- they're trying to figure out if she's missing or not. The cops are kind of going, oh, she hasn't been gone long enough. She's probably off with some boy. Like, I like to the, actually when they're in the apartment in her room with that guy, with the dad. Oh, yes. And the and house the mom's trying symbol. to, like, hide the peace symbol of the people having sex, like, putting her hand on the butt. Like, that, like those little moments where, like, 
Well, he's where a the dude, for as prudy as he was, he was not driving a car I would have expected. What was he driving? He was like, it was not. I, I would have expected him to drive in something a little bit like more luxurious or high class, but his was. It was like a. I couldn't tell what it was exactly, but it was not a. The I don't Cadillac even remember seeing his car. Wasn't a Cadillac. Wasn't a Mercedes. Wasn't a BMW. Nothing f- like high end like that, you know. So as we're go- dealing with them but, talking to the police, <clears throat> we find out like a, some other little girl disappeared. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Going from school. Girl. Yeah, yeah, she was a couple hours late. You see the mom that was in there when they were reporting Claire uh, missing, missing kind of thing, which threw me off too because when they were doing a search party, were they actually was the search party actually for Claire or was it for the little girl? I think it was for the little girl because because the little girl was got, officially missing because hey, she's little. They're in the kitchen and the fucking two hillbilly motherfuckers coming to the door with their guns in their hands. That was later, window. but yes, scared the shit out. Well, a search party, right? Yeah, it was like another um, day. I don't know. No, How many search parties go to through the, a town? Well, we're trying to get the timetable. So it's all okay. the so if that was like a Friday night party, this is a Saturday okay. where they do the search party. They find the, the, the young girl dead. They get back to the mm-hmm. place. Um, the house mom has been now. She was home alone and she was getting ready. She's like, oh, I'm going to be leaving. She's leave. getting I'm, ready to leave. If yeah. I'm not here, that's because I left. Going to her sister's house. But then she's trying to track down the house cat, which she hears upstairs. Which the house cat was, oh, I forgot to put that down. Um, what his name was? The, yeah, the name was Cla- Claude or something like Something that. close to Claire, though. That's why I was like, wait. She, like It was Which, just weird. If it was Claude, Claude is a pretty good name for a cat. Yeah, that's a good cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, she, yeah, she goes up in the attic, and then you see we now have the killer. Name. The killer's up You're there with, like, a, a hook. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, who the fuck keeps a hoist <laughs> hook in their fucking but attic? He's like, but he's, like, like terrified, first all, right? First of all, hey, hey. Like the precision <laughs> with that hook is amazing. Oh, he, yeah, he got like, her. Like, like that's like a fucking fish, right? I was like, he's shaking, he's shaking. I was like, there's no way he's gonna fucking hook. Well, her. from where <laughs> and, from where he was uh-huh. to where he hit yeah. her and how she fell yeah. and how it hit her or something like that, like to where he, he could lifted pull her, her up. up. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing went through the mouth, right? Something like so, that. Like a, like a fish through her what would have been a gill, but like the lower jaw. Yeah. I was like, so she goes back up through the thing. I'm like, okay, that's that's impressive. There's no way that happened, but that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Not, not gonna. Would, goes, if anything, you would have been slapped with the fucking thing and fell back back down the. That's right? what that's, I thought. She was yeah. going to get hit in the head, and fall then he'd down, have to go and get break her, her neck. Yeah, yeah. She break her, her neck shoe fell, fell off, but they didn't show him yep. go get the shoe either. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he goes crazy upstairs. So then the taxi driver. I think he's just playing crazy the whole time. I don't know if he's scared. Yeah, that's why I said he's like pure chaos, yeah. right? I think it's meant okay. to show how, how uneasy it's going to be. Like, he's not, like, just unless to show. He's, you know, well, unless he's talking about is, keeping a baby. This is a per. Well, this is the person that you basically, you never see who they are. Right. Not at any point in the movie. He's calling it, doing voices like Billy and talking about Agnes and the mom. Disturbed person, mentally disabled, or wait, disabled, mentally unstable through the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, probably very close to Michael Myers. This is Claude now, everyone. Okay. Claude the cat. Our black cat, the interrupting cat is Claude. Claude the interrupting cat. Um, but so they kill. Unfortunately, they killed the alcoholic. So he's going. He's, so I, am I going too fast? So he's going looking through the windows. It's cold outside, and he's, he wipes. The, she can see it's his crazy ass through the window. No, she already that's out later. Too? That's later. Okay, dude, I can't remember. No, no. So yeah. So now, so, fuck you. I don't got no. So this is yeah. So he's just killed. He's now got two bodies up in the attic, <gasps> and uh, the the mom or the uh, Jess comes back home. After doing the search, because they found the body, well, they and then went, that's when she gets another but call. They, well, they went to go uh, 
they also went to go get Clara's boyfriend because they oh yeah the they, hockey place he's the hockey like the goalie Which, or something that mask I'm like I go that is a better mask like if Jason had that mask that right? would have been sweet. I was like oh shit that's right that's the kind of shit they wore do you know the mask that Jason wore do you know where it came from it was like, a hockey goalie mask but but what what team it was from uh, Calgary Flames I don't know do you know Jay uh, there wasn't a lot of marks on it so I'm guessing a team that didn't win a lot. Was it Red Wings? Red Wings. Really? How that do was you a Red know? Wings goalie mask. No, oh, how do you not. know? Yes, it was. I thought no. a lot of them wore that. Yeah. That I thought was, a lot of them wore that. Yeah, that was a that standard was, mask. That was like the 70s mask. So when they did the movie in 1980, they just, or I think it was the third Jason movie, they just used that mask because they liked the way it looked and then it became his whole thing. Um. So, yeah, so th- that's when uh, uh, Andrea Martin's character, uh, do, you, do you recognize the other one girl with curly hair and glasses? She was from SCTV. She's done a lot of comedy things. Mm. She'd always be with like Eugene Levy and stuff I, like that. To be them, honest with you, she, remind, she reminded me of pretty much every woman I ever met in the seventies. Well, she was supposed she was supposed to be. Uh, Gilda Radner was going to originally have that role, but then right before they were filming this, she got called to do Saturday Night Live. So they almost mm. had. And then as Andrea Martin ended up going and doing SCTV with John Candy and all those guys, Rick Moranis, and I mean not Rick Moranis, but uh, um, Martin Short and all those guys. Oh. But that's what she, she she ended up being. And she's actually going to be in the remake, the 2006 remake, when we see it. So, ah, the th- Steve Miner called for Jason to show up in Mask of Part 3. It was the first time he wore a mask. On a whim, a hockey goalie mask was chosen because the 3D supervisor, Martin J. Sandoff, was a big hockey fan and happened to be a Detroit Red Wings goalie mask with him. So he just happened to have the mask on. That's awesome. Yeah, because it was like the second movie... So first movie's the mom. Yeah. Second movie is an, he's in a bag, a burlap oh, sack. Oh, and Jason Friday Thirteenth Part Three was a three D movie. Yep. So the guy that was a three D effects guy. I don't think was a Detroit Red Wings fan. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. I didn't know that. Got a little, little knowledge. There. Little bonus thing. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so did we not love the jacket that Claire's boyfriend was wearing though? Oh, the fur, the co- fur coat. That was his own fur coat. Oh my! They God. made everybody kind of wear their own clothes just because they had no budget on right. it. And uh, so, like, that's the thing with Margot Kidder is she uh, was, they said all the cast got along pretty well, but she was the only one was kind of, like, always on her own. But she always wanted a drink for real in all of her scenes. I, <laughs> so, I was going to say, she was, did. she was drunk the entire sh- movie. Like when she's talking about sec- the turtles having sex for three days, like, she yes. kind of made oh. that up on the set. And, uh, how about the fellatio with the officer? Yeah, yes, yeah, so that was a good one, too, yeah. Because <laughs> you remember that, like, old phone numbers used to be, you'd say, like, the word, which was the first two letters, and you'd say five numbers. So it was like, um, I can't remember what our old, like, we were always two seven ones in Detroit. You Were were you that too, Ronnie, or no? Were you 336? I was 313. What do you mean? The, oh, the, the first the, three. We didn't do 313 because it was only, everything it was, was 313. Three three. Oh, I don't remember that far back. Oh, okay. But anyway, like, it might have been so like the two time. seven, like, I think it was Klondike. Klondike was a common one for 555 in movies, so they'd go Klondike. And then say five numbers, which meant KL was the first two. So that's what she, when she said fellatio, F-E, that was, she was saying like, that was the new call number. Oh, because the guy looked up, he goes, fellatio. So that's you like, guys are saying it's again. a very 70s thing okay. that was still going on. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, and it was good. And again, that was a very, Last one. a very Bob Clark way of like kind of building a joke where he had that done earlier and she kind of like laughed. But then when the other detectives find out about it, like they give him a hard time and oh, kind of show what an idiot he is. Because then that's when they call him later to, like, get Jess out of the house. They're like, don't fuck this up, Nash. Call Jess. Tell her she needs to get out of the house immediately, you know, because they figured out. First off, so they bug the phone to figure out where the calls are coming from because 
Now we've got missing people. Well, he was also repeating conversations that she was she, having yes, in the she house. didn't tell the cops. Right. Which is she had the co- the conversation with her boyfriend, her boyfriend. And he says, oh, you're going to get rid Which of that like a, a mole. Get rid of a baby like it's a mole, like you're getting a mole removed. And then that's what the crazy voice said. Which was a great misdirection in the whole movie. Like mm-hmm. the risk of spoiling it. But I think that was like a really good way of uh, total misdirection on that one. Because they, they kind of like lead you in that direction. And I don't know. Because, yeah, they're showing her boyfriend going off further and further off the deep end. Now yes. the crazy person on the phone saying this voice. He's never like she's kind of like, oh, wait, has he been around when the phone call has happened? John Saxon, the detective, he's really getting kind of more suspicious of the boyfriend because it's got to be somebody. Well, everyone, everything's leading to him, though. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes the most sense because I don't know. The person that's doing it apparently has no ties to anybody there, really. Like, right. it's just some random psycho that comes off the street, climbs Climb, up the side of the house. And just kind of and just hangs out in the attic. He's yeah. made a nest and he's like... Basically. And also, I got I don't know if we passed that point yet, but at one point, they're talking about... Uh, oh, no, it was it was after the the, uh, the search crew was coming through over the house oh, there, yeah. like the crazy dudes. So the two, come yeah, up the there. two like, that Roddy was bringing up, yeah. It just reminded me of like, every comedy like about the South, like two people that are doing the search party. It just, well, it's like Tucker and Dale versus Evil or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. And, but then afterwards, they go around locking all the doors and shit, right? But they're, and they're like, why is this the only door in the entire house that's locked? Like uh-huh. they made the point to say that nothing else is locked. This is the only fucking door, and that's the one they came to. Yep. So then they can start going around locking all the doors, right? Which I thought was, and then of course, you and get it was the, it was cool though. But I mean, like it, again, it was very referential. Um, like it's oh, making them smart. Yeah, and uh, also just mentioned the house mom was the second victim. Yes, to be killed, and then the curly haired girl with the glasses is the third no, one. No, no, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder was next. So Margot Kidder oh, has shit. been yeah, drunk no, I, all day. I'm sorry. They put her Lois. to bed. Lois. Oh, Lois Lane. I put Lois, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I said. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, so yeah, Lois um, Lane, they put to bed. Barb? Barb, yes. Yeah. What's her name, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I put that uh, Lois is drunk the entire time. So, <laughs> she, so she starts freaking out at one point. She runs, uh, Jess runs upstairs to check on her oh, and yeah. she's just having an asthma attack. But the guy, I think, is in the room at that point, but he's kind of hiding. And then she goes downstairs because there's carolers, which is, again, another sound misdirection where as she's listening to these kids singing on the front porch, he grabs this glass unicorn, which is really the only yep. punctured murder in the whole thing. Everything else has been like, well, I guess the mm. the crane, oh, the hook to the face, I the guess. The hook to but, the face. But like he stabs her with this One glass unicorn, you- which the first time he goes in, no, no blood. blood. <laughs> yeah, I caught that too. Like, uh, and, but that's, and that's weird though, because that type of, that type of murder, uh, like, feels like it would be more personal like when you stab people like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like him being caught in the closet like she, in the first one and and suffocating i guess her, if she realized the, he called her out on the phone though because she was the one yeah maybe, he did say he was gonna kill her yeah because he, yeah he said he she called him out on that so he did say he was gonna kill her and we know it's a he for the most part mm-hmm. um yeah i guess and then uh so then the carolers get taken away by the mom because they're like, oh, kid's been killed. Yeah. Like, why are, you, yeah. why are you out doing caroling? Right, because um, yeah, it was a young girl that was killed. In the, and we don't know if that's actually the person that was... We, it could per- be co- all coincidence. It could be, yeah, because you, you don't really know. All, yeah, no, because... It, it, not Yeah, you don't know. No. Because the night before, he got into there and killed Claire and... and He's been basically holed up, so... But no, they did show yeah. him kind of, like, me- well, leaving a couple well, we of we just times, saw maybe. a movie where the killer was in the attic the whole time before this one. What one? 
Yeah, the um oh fuck. This is the second movie where killer's been in the attic. Yeah, the uh the girl. Um that her brother, the Siamese twin, or the, uh, the back the, of the Oh, malignant. Yeah, malignant, just for the record, yeah. it's the second movie where the killer's been in the uh, attic. Well, that was time. more than the attic. If you're calling the back of the head an attic. Right. That is an attic <laughs> to but your she, brain. Did, did the attic of the body. It's the attic of the body. But it was kinda like uh, it was kinda like its bat cave in a sense, right? Like that's where it was going. Malignant, yes. So but uh, so I mean I guess for this guy too he's kind of making this little haven up there and he's just a nut job with a big ass then, window there too though did they make houses like that back in the day just big old ass window in the attic I mean it was like that in Christmas Vacation I guess <laughs> Charm too I think they have a big ass window in the so when he uh, sh- so Andrea Martin's yeah. character is you now like too, don't checking you, on Barb <laughs> yeah. and goes in the room and she sees him behind the door and he kills her. And then, um, yeah, but they leave that kind of like at first when you see it, they kind of leave it open a little bit, like, yeah, like, oh, cause like the, oh, because the yeah, the door, the door closes, the door, she makes that like weird, like, 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 oh, and then the door closes. So, you, yeah, you assume, but not sure. But then, yeah, you find out later they got that really sexy pose that they got in the bed. Well, yeah, then the, the, the phone call happens again, and she's trying to, Jess has to keep him on long enough so they can track yep. oh, where it's coming from. And that's the part I thought where he was killing her. Like I, I thought at that phone call, I thought that she was still alive and he was killing her on that conversation because it sounded like. But oh, I, I could yeah, have been totally wrong. No, because I think he had to keep going to Mrs. Max, the house mom's room, to use that phone. I think that was mm-hmm. the whole point. Was he kept because they would show him every once in a while, like his shadow moving around. Oh, I saw the shit. Yeah, so he's coming it. down and doing that whenever he would. Um, but yeah, so she keeps him on the phone long enough this time, and it's amazing to me. Like they tracked anything with that old technology. Oh no, I was gonna say is that like. That was one thing I was gonna ask. Like, how like close it doesn't even reality make s- is? I could text my wife about my kids without. Yeah, I don't know so. how that. I don't know how that technology even worked to like figure out how where. How's he tracking? Like he's, he's like just, running and looking, and then like just he's seeing, watching clacking. the electrical signals go through the wires. I know, it's bizarre. They're going over here. Hold on, I've gotta run down this aisle. <laughs> there it is. Let me remove this plastic case so I can see Phone, what the address is. Listen, and yeah, it was bizarre. But yeah, so that's when they figure out the call is coming from in the house, which again was the old like uh, urban legend. Uh, that they made an entire different movie out yeah, of after that, the yeah. fact. Multiple versions did, of did it. Did you ever get it to work for you like that? It never worked for me. Every time I called my own house number, it would fucking come up as a business Well, no, segment. remember they made a point of saying, how many phones are in the house? Oh, there's one in the hallway, one here. Oh, there's one in the house mom's room. Oh, it's a different extension. Oh. The calls never came from that. So they made a point of saying that when they oh, were okay. bugging it so to bring up. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you okay. try calling another... I've tried phone calling your house own. just to I've, freak somebody I've out. Tried, I've tried calling my own house number. I have two it, cell like, phone numbers on my cell phone. I call my other cell phone every once in a while uh, to like leave messages or things like a reminder and stuff. So, um, I got this. So yeah, then now Jess is running around after she gets the call from Nash, the one cop that was a terrible cop, like saying "get out oh of the house," God. and she's like, "but, but," and he's like. Don't go upstairs. He's upstairs. Like he he basically he spilled in, the beans. Yeah, he basically mm. said they're in the house. But she has two people. There's two other people in the house that she sure. doesn't know that they're dead yet. Right. And I mean, she goes and she grabs a weapon. She grabs the poker from the fireplace and then goes upstairs and then goes in the room. And then that's where you see them pose, which I'm like, oh, is this like the beginning? Because I'm curious if there's any horror movies where they posed bodies like um, they did in this before this movie. So this oh, not, oh, before Texas Chainsaw. Did he really pose anybody in Chainsaw? I don't think so. I think he just skinned them. Nope, didn't yeah. he? Right. He had them on hooks and that was yeah. about it. So, I mean, like, really, the jump from 72 to 74, like, Psycho and 60 to 72 to 74, then we kind of get into it, like, maybe that's where Jason... Like, again, I really think Halloween, whether or not John Carpenter saw this or not, I feel like there's major influences all over the place. 
I mean, he did his own yeah. thing with it, and right. it's better to have this like boogeyman, the, the right. shape they call him. But yeah. it's still an anonymous person for all intents and purposes, yeah. and you know, haunted house theatrical things, hollow, a holiday thing, you know. The opening murder scene, just there's a lot of little things. Well, I think the the big difference between like say this movie and Halloween is that you definitely have like a known backstory to the main murderer. Well, a Halloween for sure, yeah, De- most definitely, yeah. You know, and actually, well, I think any of the big ones that are like that though, yeah, you know, yeah. This Jason, one, well, this Kruger, one, all of them, you get the backstory. Yeah, like, this one keeps it very ambiguous ultimately. So yeah, she goes upstairs. We get the shot of him with the eye looking through, which is creepy mm-hmm. as hell. I took a picture of that for the for the Instagram mm-hmm. page. Which she does not have the same eyes as uh, her, her boyfriend. boyfriend, right? Which, which should have gave it away sh- exactly. So obviously she did not. She was not into him as much as she thought she was, or led him to believe. Right. So so she runs through the house, goes down. He's like he's just pure chaos now, like screaming, grabbing at her, and grabbing she had, her hair. She had a gr- she actually had a pretty decent weapon to with her to basically she could have set him up at the end of the stair and had him like lunge into his to his own death in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Because like, she could have just propped herself up against the wall and had that thing sitting right there. He would have just basically impaled himself. I mean, she's scared too, so. Uh, she wasn't that scared to go grab a weapon and go upstairs to check on her two friends. I, I think it's one of those things, like, if that happens in real life, you kind of go, well, there's probably not. She Just for the record, too, the- she had been yelling for her one friend to answer her for quite a while mm-hmm. before the cop even called. So at some point when the cop said that, she's like, two plus two I, equals I four. Like, hey. But she's a good person, right? That's the whole point. She, no, she's She might not. kill babies. She's going to but- murder a baby. <laughs> Why is she a good person? Now all of a sudden she's all joking. Yeah, so she goes in the basement. Yes, locks the door. Yes, she locks the door, which I thought was pretty good. But I would right away. Wouldn't you right away go to the window and just uh, get out of there? I say I don't want to say it because I'm going to lose people. The poker was actually to give herself an abortion. (laughs) Why did you say that? That's not what I was going to say. A hanger would have been. Anyway, she didn't have one. No. So she goes to like she goes in the basement, and then she's that's when she hears the the oh the basement dude was that meme around Halloween. It was a it was a coat hanger with like a little tissue on the end of it, and the coat hanger looked like a ghost. And oh. it says, "Time to scare the unborn baby." <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm sorry, it's such a bad, it was such a bad movie. Sorry, it's stuck, stuck with me clearly. So the boyfriend's now like so, wiping the window, wait, calling for her. Right? Well, did that not look? Uh, parts of it looked a lot like the Home Alone basement to me, though, when she went down there. Well, it's funny that she like. Th- that's what yeah, I said. This movie has home aloneness mm-hmm. things to it, and, and I even the layout of the house is weirdly home alone-ish. And I, leaving for a holiday and uh, losing track of people, home alone. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense though too because, like, well, first of all, home alone is like one family living in this massive fucking house, right? Yeah. But this, well, they were this, saying this, this is a soror. This is a yeah. soror. No, but it's still a massive yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No matter what, I have a Lego and set this, of it. Oh, Jesus. Dude, There's a Lego set but, of it. That's going to be huge. <laughs> and, but this is a sorority house, right? So mm-hmm. it makes sense that it's that big yeah. kind of thing in the basement. It's like, but man, that basement was messy, though, dude. Like, those oh, girls, the attic was messy. The attic had, like, Att- fucking cobwebs down there. Like, it was, like, ridiculous. Why was there a rocking horse thing in the attic? Like, well, just, but to be creepy. Okay, an attic makes sense to me if it's like that, right? Because nobody goes up there that often, except for creepy killers. But in the basement, they got the washing machine down there. You go down there to do your laundry, right? Was like, there? Do they have? Wa- I don't, there was. They, wa- they showed they when okay. when they were down there. They showed the washing machine. Well, I don't. 
I don't know for sure if every sorority house has one, but <laughs> this one had Jay's them. been trying to do his research. I didn't think uh, that was like a 74 item, I guess. To the, they're probably not the same style, but you're probably right. Like, well, no. An I agi- mean, it's probably more of an agitator than a... Maybe. I, I mean, I and you'd lay out clothes on things know, to try. you're agitating me right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> don't... <laughs> But the boyfriend comes to the window. Mm-hmm. Right. And they Sorry, I jumped ahead of that 20 minutes ago in our Sorry. Definitely, but it was a foreshadow. But well, and that's the part I had the big problem with too, though, is that like they You they, hear the scream. It, it was the massive misdirection that they gave you at that point. Right? Like it, for a little while I was thinking, oh, it could be the boyfriend, it could be the boyfriend, because they're like pointing at it. Cause it, a lot of it makes sense. And at that point, up until then, everything kind of like flows and gives you like, oh, it could be. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, you even see him outside the house at one point behind the tree looking at the house as a cop. Yeah, like away. after the fight. Oh, so yeah, they also had a cop sitting outside oh, yep. the house supposed to guard. <gasps> oh, and he was dead. And and if you if you listen to our other podcast, you'd know maybe that's where the heart of they fall razor blade came into play. Ah, uh, maybe. He used it on the officer in the car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But, th- but that was a dr- that was like a that murder. For this person, some seemed like out of character for what they were going for. It seemed too clever, right? The other one was almost like well, yeah. I mean, he was. Cha- it was almost like he was chaos, but that was a pre-planned. And you're also going with somebody that's like out there looking for these things. Like, so how did that person sneak up on this person looking for? But these? again, we don't know who Billy this Billy is yeah, anyway, too, right? No, so we nobody don't, does, right? Yeah, nobody. So she's down in the cellar. The boyfriend comes in the window. We hear her scream. The cops show up. John Saxon already shows the up. window. Right. John Saxon shows up, goes downstairs. You know, they kick the door in, and we see her passed out. He's bloodied and dead in her lap, and they call her name, and she kind of comes to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she killed him in self-defense when she maybe didn't need to. So we get the whole little ending, like, psycho, again, where you have the people talking about the events of what happened. She's laying in bed. Uh, the Claire's father, like all of a sudden passes out and they're like, Oh, we got to get her out of here. You know, we found these bodies in this room. You know, we, the killer was the boyfriend. We, sh- we knew it. We've got the body. Da, 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 da. Let's go talk to reporters. So they're all clearing out and we see her just laying in the bed. They turn the lights off. And then that's when we still hear the phone ring, the phone ring. And Even, the officer standing on the porch are just like, well, no, fuck that. Whatever. And yeah. He's smoking a cigarette. And we we know that they didn't sweep the whole house to look like they didn't even bother to look. I feel like that was something they probably would have done. You should probably but check. Why would you sweep the house if you think you have to kill her already? I guess, but um, the but you don't know what else is there. Other victims well, they don't could be yeah, in the house. And I guess I guess they still think Claire um, went off with some guy. Yeah, Claire's and also still upstairs. Miss, Mrs. Mack left. The house mom's still upstairs, know. so they don't know where those bodies are at. Yeah, they only found the two girls in the. So uh, the one bedroom, the writer of this screenplay wanted it to be a lot gorier. And the director was like, no, no, I want to kind of keep it this way. And when he watched, Should've he went, been. oh, OK. He goes, I, I appreciate the approach. And then similarly, they wanted the definitive ending. The studios are like, especially when it's coming to America, they're like, you need to give us like a killer, like the ending, like show who Opening. the killer is. Who do you think they wanted the killer to be of the, the characters? Mm. Oh, the house oh. mom. No. They, they, who, there was somebody they wanted to have be a defendant. The father? Claire's defendant dad. killer. Nope. The father? Nope. Claire, the sheriff? Uh, Claire's boyfriend. Claire's boyfriend. Hockey mask. They wanted him to be the killer. So they had one scene where uh, they filmed it, I believe, I where mean, it could be him, right? he shows up at the end, like where she's laying in the bed. They had a scene where he shows up. I think his name was Chris. And he shows up and he says, whatever that, uh, when he goes, he said it a couple times that in the voices where he's like, don't tell them that we did this or we got away with it or like some kind of weird 
turn of phrase. I forget what it was exactly. Uh. But they said he was going to show up in the room, say that line, and then like stab her and kill her. So then you knew it was him. But then they he went, no, I would like the ambiguity of knowing this so person. So technically it is him then. This right? monster's, I mean. Oh, we don't know. It could be. I mean, I guess. I guess that's right. true. They just don't finalize it and show you that. Right. Thing, right. So it's anybody, but most likely it's some psycho person. Like the, the mythology that's built up afterward is that he had an abusive mom. He killed his sister, Agnes, and then. That's why he hates all the women in the sorority and goes to the like attic. Myers and, killed his sister and started killing well, the women. Well, not in the new continuity, but in, the, yeah, in yeah. part two when they yeah. changed it to being his sister, yes. Hmm. So that was, uh, but that, 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 to me, when I saw this the first time, I'm like, I'm like, this movie fucking And there's a new awesome. version of this movie, There's right? two other versions. There's a remake of okay. this and then like yeah. a reboot there's a, of it, okay. which oh, what we'll shit. do going into Christmas here. Six. Yeah, 2006 and 2019-ish. I was going to say, it was, it was like, that was newer. Oh, they, redid, they redid them that soon after each other? Mm-hmm. Kind of, okay. yeah. Yeah, like, the, it's a reinvention. The well, last one, the last one's supposed, the third one's supposed to be really good. Second one I saw, hated it, we'll get into it, but. Yeah, okay. You also have to, well, I know you guys know this, but, like, it, it's a lot easier to make movies nowadays, though. It's it's not, it's a lot quicker. Yes. It doesn't well, take as long. Well, there's cameras are the a lot easier to get a You're not doing here. film, you're not yeah, doing. Yeah, people doing nice films on fucking iPhones, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. I think it's a lot easier to do that. So it's like, I don't know, it's one of those things where, like, you can have a lot of crappy movies out there. There's really no guy fast, with first person view with a large camera on his head nowadays. Right. It's all, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to worry about your actor breaking their fucking neck, neck trying yeah. to carry a. 2,000 pound. But to get a movie, to get a moving camera just now, just get a GoPro. They don't have to put something on a skateboard and push it down a row to get that moving look to it because that's how they used to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now, on the tracks. No, they, yeah. they used to make the little, yeah, the little train track looking thing and have the cart fly down the yeah, And there's a guy know, sitting in a chair that had to like hold it steady. Yeah, and mm-hmm, yeah, it was yeah. like a whole thing when you see all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And now, and now if you want to, you just. Now they've got like a little stable. Like you put a cell phone drone. on like a little thing. You can yeah. buy a fucking a drone that'll sit there and. The G, the it just fucking oh. Could I want a drone for Christmas? Kelly said we can't afford it. We can't have it. Dude, they're not. Very you're, you're never gonna use. I want to play with. They're it. No, he'll use it for like 10, 15 minutes, and then he'll sit on the shelf. I want to go six miles out. Okay, what are you gonna do with that? And you have to register with FAA. Yeah. So what? Well, wait. Who's uh, distance <laughs> distance out from a central point doesn't matter as much as the, the height height altitude. But you still have to register your drone with FAA. Oh, after to. a certain height. No, they said uh, oh. it's it's. Uh, oh, if you're certain... just doing recreational. I just thought we've been going up north a lot more, and it's, I thought it'd be really cool to well, get shit like. I should correct that. Put over certain things. I should correct I've thought about buying a remote control airplane for the same reason when I go visit my family's lake, but I'm yeah. like, I'll fly it and then I'll lose control of it and it'll fall in no, the water. They and then all that's... come back now when the battery gets slow, dude. It On the dr- do the drones do though. The old yeah. RC uh, planes, I don't think, did that. So anyway, Bob Clark, the director of this. Do you remember what I told? I've told you before what else he's done. You guys remember what I told you? Wait, He's done three, three big genre like oh, shaping. I remember it was Black Christmas, White Halloween, and uh, Burgundy Turkey Day. Porkies. Thanksgiving. Sorry. Porkies. <laughs> so they say he's Burgundy Turkey Day. I couldn't think of a fucking Thanksgiving name. <laughs> so he's kind of led to John Carpenter making the slasher films. He definitely created oh. the sex comedies, if you want to call them that, like mm-hmm. of the eighties, like oh. knocked up. And then he, a Christmas. You got my story. home porn videos. What? A Christmas story. Oh, it has a Christmas story vibe to it. There's like the voiceover, the, the kid, the humor moments of this. Yeah, you know, 100%, like yeah. So okay, all right, I see that. And then like because uh, I always thought Christmas story had a weird dark vibe to yep, it. Yep, it's a, it's a, you see the sense of humor things Christmas that came through story. in this Black Christmas. Are the same sense oh, of humor. Shoot your you know, eye out, kid. He's looking you know at the thing that's scary. You know what has a dark vibe to it? The kid had the original Cinderella. Cinderella. Like, 
The original Cinderella story has a pretty dark Beating the vibe shit out of all the kids. He's cussing like he's beating this other kid. Mm-hmm. Christmas stories. People are like, this is my favorite Christmas movie. I'm like, that's a dark ass Christmas yeah. movie to be like. Yeah, it's but like, it's a kid doing it, so but it's, it's funny. also it's also based off of his his like his memories of growing up. And similarly, uh Porky's was some memories memories growing up in oh, Florida. Of his fam, and of his life. Also, uh he went to uh shoot, which he went to a university here. Oh, Hillsdale College. Okay. And played quarterback there in Michigan. So okay. he has a tie to here, too. But he's a Canadian filmmaker. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, ultimately, though, so you don't like watching horror movies. And you didn't I don't, watch. I didn't feel like it was a horror movie. And Jaden didn't come over. Okay. He didn't come over, but I didn't feel like it was a horror movie. You're right. I think the director said he's going for a thriller, right? Yep. I think it felt more like that, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a horror. I wouldn't call but it a horror movie. When the guy first called and he started making those weird noises in the phone, he was like... <laughs> that's it's laughing. very strange. I legit started laughing. I'm like, oh, okay, what's and going then, on? Here? And then what was funny too, like she pulls the phone away from her so everybody could gather around the phone and listen to it. Like, here like, fuck that is. Let's <laughs> somebody take a shit. I don't know what's going on. But okay. I, it felt like it, it was definitely going for a thrill. It wasn't going for a horror. There was no sense of guts or anything like that. Yeah, I'd still say the worst part about this is Olivia Hussey answering the phone. Hello? Uh, it was the, hello? the it's worst. So, oh my every God. Every time. Yes. Every, oh, you got to get her saying hello. You got to make that like a, a quick video. Oh, and it was. The, on the Actually, I'll record. have to. I'll yeah. record it to put it on. Her single, hello, hello, every one of her. And you're right. Glad we got your attention. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and a good like <laughs> crank the sound, dude. Like a quarter of the movie was was the phone calls. Yeah. Really, like I, well, I mean that might be a little generous, but it was. <laughs> and yet that threw me. I like. The fuck is she yelling into the phone for? I, I will legit watch it again just to record and, every one of her hellos. It is and, funny because she, she is terrified to answer the phone the hey, first time it singer? rings. Yes, but then once yes. she hangs it up and she then all of a sudden it rings again, she's like, hello? Hey, who's that singer that came out with a song called Hello? Adele? Adele, yeah. There's no way you can throw those hellos on top of those hellos. <laughs> It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Done, yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As Adele singing, hello? you can throw the other hello on top of the other Or one. you could do the Lionel Richie one. Yeah. Hello? Is, is it, it me you're looking, you're looking for? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, do you have any last thoughts on... I, I can't wait to see the new one. Let's see what they yeah. do with it. We don't have to watch the middle one, right? We just watch or no, one. we're going to watch all three. Okay. We're going to lead watch all three. We're going to lead into Christmas. Yeah. See how bad they are. Yeah, this, the, the remake, the official remake is uh, Glenn Morgan, I think is his name. The guy who worked on X-Files. So I was very... Excited about seeing like what he was gonna you do mean, with it. You mean it. The, the the last one, the third one? No, the second one. Oh, the second one. So is- the third one is done by a female director who uh, took more of like a f- the feminist slant of this and kind of did the some- front covers all women, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So, right, the, so the third by the story. I've heard Christmas. good. I've heard good things about the third one. The second okay. one I've seen. Because I love this I one. I mean, sorority should be all like women. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. So, yeah, this will be fun. We'll do these going into Christmas. Okay. So, as you listen to this, curious if they change the actual killers. Maybe, I mean, I guess maybe they'll give you a killer. <laughs> maybe because I was gonna say I, I was thinking about it too. Is like actually, if, if you, th- I mean, you kind of think it's a male, but maybe it's not. I mean, it looked like a male. I the eye. It's sorority. It's the seventies. It had to have been a male. Well, you could you could tell the it's, way the eye was looking through the crack of the but, door. So our progression we're going through right now in the late twenty twenties and twenty twenty one is the same thing they went through in the seventies. It's it all is. cyclical. It's it's all it's, it's all. every thirty. It's the women's rights. Every thirty years. The Me Too movement. It really really. Everything. The police brutality from the 60s to the 70s. Dude, it's we're reliving the 70s right now. Mm-hmm. So it's far, 100% what we're doing. 80s, we're about recapturing the 50s. So, so 2010s my, is about capturing the 80s. We're just, it's, so my style is going to be back in the popularity soon, right? Yes. Sweet. It never left, Jay. I, I, that's why. Oversized I t-shirts. Hell yeah. With no, no graphics Long on Long tees, baby. <laughs> All right, oh, back to work. I thought he was going to say nut grabbers. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who you thought who was gonna say nut you? Grabbers? <laughs> I Oversized know. tees. You thought I was gonna say nut grabbers? After that, no. After that, oh. I, I don't remember exactly what you said. Now it was, it was too long. Ago. All right, back to work. We've gone too far. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast wherever we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.